Crimson Trace introduces a line of feature-rich, world-class rifle scopes. This new line features eight custom-designed reticles for specific applications, as well as a full lifetime warranty on all scopes. Find out more at crimsontrace.com. Welcome to Tom Gresham's Gun Talk, where there's more to talk about than shooting. There's reloading and hunting and self-defense, too. Oh, there's so much to talk about when it comes to guns and shooting and all the rest of it. It doesn't matter if it's handguns, shotguns, rifles. We like them all. What we like is the mechanical aspects of guns. They're interesting. They're fascinating. They're kind of ancient in some ways. They're old or primitive. And they're new and they're cool. And we're using new, tech, new technology on old designs. A lot of fun stuff. Of course, we have guns for self-defense. We have them for hunting. We have them for competition, for just pure recreational shooting, going out and knocking over a tin can. <laughs> the ultimate in remote control. Pull the trigger here, something happens down there. It's pretty darn cool. Of course, that's only if you do your part. It's challenging. And that's what makes it fun. If it wasn't hard, what would be the fun of it? I mean, you could do it at different levels, of course. But, you know, one of the things that's cool about shooting is you never actually really master it. You can always get better. There are always harder games. I mean, I don't care if you're Jerry Midgelick or Doug Koenig or Rob Latham. You're always trying to get better. And therein lies a lot of the fun as well, which, you know, gives us a reason to go burn up some more ammo, which is always a, a good thing to do. You know, we, uh, what do I say? What do we do? We like to turn money into noise. <laughs> Cars, boats, four-wheelers, guns, all the rest of it. We turn money into noise. It's a, it's a pretty cool deal. And when you're looking for cool guns and interesting things, and kind of what I'm talking about of new technology and older designs, or maybe even sometimes newer designs based on old technology, one of the companies that's been doing that for a long time now is Kimber. Rachel Maloney joins us right now from Kimber. Talk about some of the new cool stuff they have. Hey, Rachel, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I'm getting to play with toys and guns and try new stuff. And, you know, it's. I think when it comes to Kimber, a lot of people know Kimber, or at least they think they know Kimber, because oh, Kimber makes 1911s. Right. Well, True enough, right? I mean, you certainly make 1911s and a lot of them, a lot of good ones. But that's not you all are you make. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all you guys do. And, you know, you're not stuck in the year 1911. You're doing new stuff as well. Yeah, we absolutely You know, I think um, I, last time we talked, uh, certainly at NRA show, um, I believe I came to the table with just revolvers, uh, which is a pretty surprising moment for, for us, um, known as the 1911 company. We've yeah. definitely uh, moved out to different platforms, and, you know, it was really important that, um, you know, we always kind of bring our precision touch to everything that we do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, at the same time, we, uh, we brought uh, – a newer look and feel to, to a 1911 just recently with our, our repeat. Um, mm -hmm. It's important to us that, you know, we don't leave that mainstay behind. I mean, like you mentioned before, bringing new technology to older designs. Um, it's a, it's a classic I, design for a reason, you know? Well, it is because it, <laughs> it works and, and it shoots great. You know, I got to tell you when, uh, when I first heard that Kimber was going to bring out a revolver several years ago, I'm going, really? Come on, my guys, you know, 
You guys, you do this so well with the 1911s. You're really good at that. You make really good rifles. You don't need to go doing that. And then you pick one up, you go, oh, wow. Yeah. This is yeah. really nice, you know? Right. Right. I mean, listen, you know, we're, we're all, we're, we're shooters too, you know? And we, we, we understand, you know, hey, why are you going to bring another revolver to the market? Yeah, really. You know, sounds boring at first. But for us, it was really important to introduce something. Once again, coming from that uh, that custom in a production environment, uh, producing a revolver that you can go to the store, you can pick up, and you can walk out that has an incredible trigger. Mm-hmm. And then um, on that K6S platform, it is the slimmest six-shot 357 cylinder out there right now. So it's it's really you know it's something that we tried to really think about all the needs of what's going on with revolvers. Granted, you know, at, there are a lot of incredible companies that do really beautiful revolvers, but we sure. can, we didn't want to just hurl one out there. We, for our perspective, wanted to produce something well, that um, was incredible right off the shelf. It, it feels great. It's solid. You know, I mean, and I was thinking when you're talking, I was thinking about the whole Kimber line, and I go, I go way back with Kimber. I probably got my first Kimber sure. in 1911 in like 30 years ago. I mean, it was like way back. Ah. Uh, but... <laughs> You know, and I don't. This is not your official motto, but when I think of Kimber, I think it could be the internal motto, which is real simple, which is make good stuff. Yeah, that's what you guys do. You make good stuff. That's. It's just. It's really important to us that you know if we're going to put something out in the world that um, you know we 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 put our hands. Um, into that production. You know, of course, we try and meld both worlds, um, you know, but there's still someone doing work on those guns before they leave us. And, um, you know, whether it is a revolver or whether it's our 1911s, um, our micros, and now our Evos. Well, that's, um, that's what I was going to ask you, because this one looks different. It is different. It's like, okay, it's kind of, I kind of recognize it, but the Evo is mm-hmm. not a 1911, really, is it? No, I mean, one of the things that, you know, we have as an advantage is that incredible base and ergonomics with the 1911. Okay, so, like sure. Angle, you know, it's just, it's absolutely legendary for a reason. Um, so we wanted to take that to a striker platform, a striker-fired platform. Um, but, you know, one of the things that we do, and we do all well, is all metal guns. So, uh, you know... What we wanted to explore was a subcompact carry gun that was all metal and striker fired. Um, you know, I think SIG uh, 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 just put out their uh, tungsten infused grip, right? Um, right, because right. They're bringing weight back to guns, right? So because they the shoot better when they're heavier. Realizing... <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And there are a lot of incredible performance changes that have happened in our holster and belt world that have allowed us to carry guns that have a oh, little bit more weight to them, right? So it's not yeah. just that basic leather holster anymore. There's a lot of work that's gone into all of the rest of that carry ecosystem. So now that's we're dealing with, okay, we can put a little bit more weight back in guns and make them more shootable. Yeah, and they're still and comfortable it, because we have good holsters, we have exactly. good uh, belts. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking at the picture of the Evo here. And, of course, we've handled sure. at the shows. I, I haven't actually shot one, I have to admit. Uh, but the thing that strikes me is that what people need to understand is think of it as, okay, if you try to describe it to somebody who hadn't seen it, think of it as a 1911, but it doesn't have a hammer and it does not have an external safety. It's more modern polymer 
pistol, but it's a metal pistol that looks like a 1911, and it's a weird description, but there it is. <laughs> it is a weird description, but you can absolutely see its pedigree. Yeah, so, you can. Um, it, you know. it looks like a 1911 that somebody basically took a buffering wheel to it and just knocked off everything, including the hammer and the external thumb safety, and went, now, there you go. It went, oh, well, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool for a carry mm-hmm. gun. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I mean, again, this one, you know, this particular platform um, kind of follows our, our same uh, history. We loaded it up with features, you know, it's uh, FNC on that slide. Um, all the sites are steel. Um, they've all got ledge. Um, they've all got uh, an interchangeable grip system. So if you need a swell that's a little bit narrower or you need a little bit thicker swell on that grip, you've got options. You can switch that mag catch around. These are all things that we know that are out there in the market and they matter to people when they're choosing their guns. You live in a world where we can tailor everything else to ourselves. Well, you know, but I, I do want to. I, I want to mention something here. You, know, you, yep. you mentioned that we, you know, we put some weight back into the gun, and people think, "Oh, I don't want a heavy gun." This thing is still only 19 ounces. Mm-mm. I mean, we're not yep. talking about yep. a, a big brick on your, your, you know, your belt no here. Way. This is yeah. a, it's, it's a 19 ounce <laughs> carry gun. Still, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's you know, we're. I think it's I think it's good to highlight that we're not talking in extremes here, but you know, right. one one of the things that does matter is. Just putting a little bit, a few more ounces back in is not going to make a big difference on your belt line, but it could make a very big difference in um, your ability to place accurate shots. And okay, that's you, what you, counts. You're a shooter. When you tell somebody about what it's like to shoot the Evo, how do you describe it? Uh, I would describe it, 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 it shoots a lot bigger um, in the sense that it does not feel like it's this tiny little mouse gun jumping around in your hands. Uh, there's a lot of engineering work done. There's a lot of rail space on that gun. Um, and um, the, the overall big premise that we wanted was something that shot and managed recoil as much as it could in the gun so that mm. the shooter perceived me, like recoil is so much less on, on, a, on a, I think the barrel is uh, 3.16 inches in length. Nine millimeter. Um, so we're talking about a real um, a subcompact carry gun that shoots as though it's a four or five inch. It's really incredible, and and I appreciate that's a that's a big statement, and it is perception based. But I, I encourage mm-hmm. people to go shoot the gun. All right, now I'm seeing something that I never see from Kimber. This is a, a rarity, which is uh, basically a you call it Kimber Rewards, a rebate mm-hmm. program on the Evo. What's yeah. the deal? So um, we you know. We really love the Evo SP, and we're very, very proud of the gun. We also appreciate that you know this is uh, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of choices at the at the counter, um, mm-hmm. and you know for us we're just we want like I said we want people to go shoot that gun and enjoy that gun as much as we do. Um, I want people to get behind that gun and be surprised by <laughs> by the way that gun shoots. Um, right. And uh, one of the things that we wanted to do is just hey, you know, we get it. Um, it's a long summer. Everybody's got ammo budgets. Why don't we uh, sweeten the deal a little bit? Um, we want for you guys to, to, you know, make that choice and be happy with that choice and, and maybe take that extra 100 and take it out to a training class, put it into a club membership, 
um, you know, B- buy, buy some ammo. more ammo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, see, exactly. you and I think the same way. We're thinking, hey, you're a shooter. <laughs> buy more ammo. <laughs> I always say ammo. <laughs> Uh, very cool. All right. So obviously, uh, people can get more information on Kimber guns at KimberAmerica.com. And you're still making all the 1911s. Still all got all that stuff, right? Did we lose her? We lost her. Oh, well. Oh, no. You know okay. Sorry. Oh, you're sorry you're about still that. there. I'm sorry. No. Okay. You're still yep. there. Rachel, you guys are still making all the yep. 1911s, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, okay. we just had um, our repeat in 10 millimeter has started shipping a couple weeks ago. Um, the repeat pistol was uh, officially released at SHOT this year, um, and that is uh, a 1911 that it, it looks as fast as it runs, as it were. Um, it's a ported slide. It's got a gold TIN. Um, oh, it's a tit- yeah. excuse me, titanium nitride-coated barrel. Really pretty. It's gorgeous. Um, I'm looking at it right now online. Yeah, the repeat R E P I D E. If you're looking it up, listen. I got a scoot. So uh, the deal with the rebates is what? How does it work? Uh, so that's pretty easy. Um, we, all you have to do is go to kimberamerica.com forward slash promotion, and if you purchase an Evo SP, enter your information, and we'll mail out a hundred bucks to you. And um, and that's it. It's that complicated. Cool. Um, it runs until September 30th. So uh, just make sure that you do head over to your gun shop and pick up your EVOSP. There you go. Rachel Maloney from Kimber. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Take care. 866-TALK-GUN. We are now open lines. Tell me about the guns that you are buying, thinking about buying, or if you got a favorite, and I'm, I'm really into this right now, a favorite old deer, elk, antelope, gun, rifle, cartridge. I would like to know what it is because I'm looking around. I got this new stuff. But I always, always like those old ones as well. Number here, 866-TALK-GUN. to perform in the harshest conditions, the Ruger American pistol can take it all, from ice to dust and everything in between. The Ruger American pistol features a short take-up trigger, Novak sights, and a recoil-reducing barrel cam with low mass slide for reduced felt recoil, plus a modular grip system with three sizes to fit almost any hand. Check it out at Ruger.com. The Ruger American pistol, because anything else would be un-American. Since 1937, Ducks Unlimited has led the charge on wetlands and waterfowl conservation. Wetlands reduce the effects of flooding and recharge our drinking water. But perhaps most importantly, they allow us to experience what makes the outdoors so great. Band together to rescue our wetlands. It's the Bill of Rights not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, 
Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. For more than 70 years, Timney Triggers has been enhancing the shooter's experience. Whether it's a local competition, a day at the range, or even the hunt of a lifetime, setting the standard in aftermarket triggers, Timney is now producing more than 170 models of triggers for bolt-action rifles, shotguns, AR rifles, and semi-automatic rifles. Proudly made in the USA since 1946. Find your new trigger at TimneyTriggers.com. From uh, gun rights to guns for hunting and everything in between, play with the idea, carry gun, and I, I do the thing you're not supposed to do, okay? Just because I blame it on the fact that I'd have to do this for work, but that's not really true. It's just that I, I like to try different guns. You really ought to find one that works for you and stay with it. Uh, I don't. Uh, any given time, I'm liable to be carrying a, a Smith or a Sig or Springfield Armory, or, you know, whatever. Just almost anything. Try different things. <laughs> Even revolvers. And yet, it's interesting. I, we spent some time with uh, Chris Serena. We had him in here. Great trainer. If you ever get a chance to sign up for one of his classes, it's, man, could he teach shooting. I'm just telling you. Um, I was telling him that I was playing with the, or not playing with, but experimenting with the SIG P365, smaller 9mm pistol. And that what I was experiencing is that if you because it's small and it's thin and it feels great in the hands, when I first grab it, my trigger finger tends to go far into the trigger guard when I put my finger on the trigger, like up to the knuckle, the joint, which is a bad place, generally speaking, if you want to be shooting precisely. And I'm saying that if you want to make precise shots, you have to really work on getting your finger back out, at least I do, and pressing the trigger with the pad of the trigger finger. And Chris, as I say, I mean, the guy can really teach stuff. He's really good self-defense trainer, really good shooting trainer. He said, you know, he says, that's one of the things we tell people is we can't tell you where on your finger is exactly the right place that you ought to be touching the trigger. It's interesting. And then, you know, if you, there's little subtle things that make the difference. If you know about putting your finger on the trigger, using just the pad of your trigger finger and pressing the trigger, trying to get it moved straight back, as opposed to sticking it way in there and pulling the trigger, you know, with the blade of the trigger hitting the joint of your finger, you'll shoot better. If you know that, you can make shots that other people don't think you can reasonably make. I'm talking about with your carry pistol, wang and steel at 25 and 50 yards. I mean, we'll take carry guns and shoot humanoid-shaped steel targets at 100 yards. And, oh yeah, here's a pro tip for you. Don't hold high. Just expose a little bit more front sight above the rear sight but still put the front sight on the target. If you hold high, you can't see the target. Duh. 
just expose more front sight, have the front sight poke up a little bit higher in the rear notch for your elevation. <laughs> yeah, it works. It's pretty slick. It works really well. Fun stuff. But anyway, I'm just thinking, I really like guns that I can shoot at 25 or 50 yards, handguns. And people go, well, you're not going to have to use a, for, in a self-defense situation. Well, I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know what it's going to be. And if it happens to be something that's rare, but it's there, you know, you don't know what your gunfight's going to be, but it's just going to be yours. I want to be able to hit stuff wherever I have to. And I can, with any of the guns I carry, I reasonably can expect I should be able to hit and defend myself against somebody at 50 to 75 yards with any of the handguns I carry. Also at two yards. Hmm, got to know both of them, don't you? 866-TALK-GUN. Scott's with us out of Oklahoma on one. Hello, Scott. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, Tom. Um, I just want to kind of go over the, how I got started getting involved with the, uh, the politics here and hopefully trying to inspire some other people to uh, step up and start doing the same. Sure. Uh, so, so first of all, by nature, I'm a natural introvert. Uh, this is not in my nature. I had to force myself to start doing this. We've got to do it. Um, what, I, what I've noticed is a lot of the squeaky wheels are getting the grease, and these aren't right. the right wheels. We need to stand up, and we need, to, we need to start squeaking a little bit higher, too, so that we start getting some of the attention that we need. Uh, first of all, I started out small uh, by do, doing emails and talking to other people just uh, in my uh, regular day-to-day -day life, and I found out that a lot of people feel exactly the same way I do. I travel a lot around the country, and I've only met one person out of the maybe eight years all across the country that actually uh, did not agree with, with what we believe in. So what I've been trying to do is I've been trying, trying to make some connections and getting, uh, getting on, get myself on some of these lists that everybody's afraid of getting on, which I used to be too. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you know, you have to, because that's, that's part of the whole standing up deal. Scott, I'm going to get you to hold on a second here, because I've got to run to a break, and you are absolutely a member of the True Squad and talking about how you did it, how it works for you. And got, got to get people motivated in this. And so I, I, don't go anywhere. We're going to come back. We're going to have Scott here. The, what we're talking about is how do you make that leap from, yes, somebody ought to do that to I'm the somebody who ought to do that. If you have that story, if you've done that, give us a holler, 866-TALK-GUN. stiletto heels coming down the hall and I caught her perfume before she opened the door to my office and she stood there looking like a million bucks tax-free I want to talk to you she said come back later I said I'm listening to Tom Gresham's gun talk right now Looking at the uh, positions from Elizabeth Warren, says, as president, I will immediately take executive action to rein in an out-of-control gun industry and to hold both gun dealers and manufacturers accountable for the violence promoted by their products. Fascinating. Basically, destroy the firearms industry by holding gun makers responsible, legally liable the actions of third parties who misuse guns and break the law. Huh. Well, at least she's honest about it. She wants to put them all out of business. Simple as that. We're talking with Scott out of Enid, Oklahoma. Scott decided to get on board and uh, got involved. True Squad 
uh, types of efforts, not uh, shrugging, getting involved. So, Scott, you're starting to tell us uh, how did this, what was it the trip your switch that finally made you start doing this? Um, I started uh, listening to actually just talk radio, and uh, I, I was a product of the public school system. I just fell for all the stuff. I believed it all, and then I started listening to talk radio. I started listening. I started thinking. I started reading, and I started waking up, as you know, as the term is nowadays. Uh, and I, I just said, you know, this is this is crazy. This is this is enough. And I've, I've started learning about history, and I'm seeing it repeat. And mm. I don't want to let it repeat without me trying to do something, you know, just standing idling by and complaining like everybody does and not doing anything about yep. it. Yep. I mean, you see an awful lot of people that don't do anything, but they are really quick to complain. And basically, yep. you know, it's the old, well, the NRA should do something or so-and-so should do something or why didn't the Congress yep. do something? And then you turn and go, well, yeah, well, what did you do? Um, right. Well, I've got and a job. A you know, I'm, I'm busy. I don't know. You know? And yeah. will I win? I don't know. But that doesn't absolve me from trying. Well, in it, we it's a guaranteed loss if we don't Correct. try. If we don't do anything, right. it's a guaranteed loss. It's like when you is like you know how many how many deer can you kill sleeping in bed? <laughs> That's right. You can't catch any fish in camp. You know you, you got to get out there. So there it is. Yes. Yeah. All right. I, so what I, have you I, been doing? I just want to make help people realize that I don't like doing this. I hate it. I'm huh. really nervous. I don't know if you can tell now, but I, I hate doing this. Um, the, the, what I started doing was I started talking to friends, and I started hearing a lot of complainers without doing anything, and I realized I was one of them. So, I start, uh, so what I did is I joined the state group, and then I uh, started attending the, the events that they have at the Capitol, and that's when I really started getting involved. And I started emailing reps, my reps. I, I call them all the time, and they really do listen, especially when you're in person where you call them or you email them. Your state and your local people are the, are the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, then I started making a reference sheet. I'm trying to make connections uh, from good guys to good guys. You know, I started listening to uh, Chris Ann Hall. Uh, I got her on the list. I got Gun Talk, of course, uh, Armed American Radio, OK2A. That's the great state state group here that, that's doing stuff. Andy Hoosier, mm-hmm. Bernie Thompson. I've got a lot of these people so that I can just hand, have a piece of paper to hand people when I start these conversations. And they ask, you know, well, what can we do? Well, I, I got it handy right there. Bam. Hand it to them. So they have it, so they have it in their hands and they can... Uh, do it on their own too. Wow. So, how long have you been doing this? Uh, well, I mean, I, I started gradually. I mean, it's been a few years, you know, just started listening and learning and everything, but just started really getting involved in about a year. Oh, okay. So, how do you feel about it so far? Uh, I, I, th- I feel a lot better about myself because I'm trying. Um, at least I'm not. Doing nothing, and I, if I, if you know the old the old thing, you know that what they say, you know, if it saves one life, well, if I can get one person to stand up with me, then I'm good with it. Tell you what, Scott, I'll stand up with you any time, partner. Thank All you. All right. And, you know, I just want to know. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I can tell you're nervous. You don't like this. You don't like standing up. You don't like being in front of people. I get it. But you. I honestly had the courage, and that is the right word. You had the courage to look at it and go, this isn't right. What I've been told is not right. That's that's hard for me, and I want to ask you about this. There's a sense of betrayal when you look at it and go, I have been misled, right? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. And it's, it's hard for people to say, I have been wrong. I have to turn around. I have to get involved 
You're doing a hard thing, partner. Just let me tell you, it's hard. But you know what? I love what you said. You feel better about yourself because now you're not standing on the sidelines. You're in the race. You know, you're doing the thing. And you're. trust me on this. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it. You're making a difference. Well, I hope so. Um, And the reason I I feel like maybe I am is because I know that I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for all those people I listed and, and you pushing. Um, you guys are the ones making a difference. And if well, I make a difference, that means you've made a difference times two. Okay. And then, and then we, you make a difference and somebody else hears it and makes a difference. So everybody, okay, here's the deal. Before we go, your chance, everybody who's listening right now who is thinking, yeah, you know, but I got a job, I'm busy, I don't have time, all the rest of it. What, are you gonna, what do you say to them? Gosh, Tom, I don't, I don't, I don't, know how, I don't know how to say it. It's just do it, do, do something. Do you, you think the people that founded this country didn't have better things to do? Do you think they didn't have the same worries and concerns and, and fears that we do? Stand up, start talking, make some noise, make a difference. Even if you don't, that does not absolve you from trying. If something happens and you didn't try, you're complicit. There it is. Scott, thank you so much. I appreciate everything you're doing. Keep doing it, man. You're making a difference. And like you say, you're feeling better about yourself. 866-TALK-GUN. FN, the world's most battle-proven firearms. You want to reach for history, for greatness. So reach for the FN 5.7, a 5.7 millimeter pistol built with the DNA of over a century of legendary FN firearms. And now, it's within reach at your local firearms dealer. The FN 5.7 is the perfect combination of accuracy and stopping power. FN, the world's most battle-proven firearms. This is Ryan Gresham with Gun Talk. Visit guntalk.com slash win to enter our latest giveaway. This month, enter to win with Surefire. One person will win Surefire's X300U handgun light, featuring a stunning 1,000 lumens. And two folks will win Surefire Stiletto Rechargeable Pocket Flashlight. Enter now through August 30th at guntalk.com slash win. That's guntalk.com slash win. Attacks happen every day. How will you react? See real people put into real-life criminal attack situations on First Person Defender. Discover what works and what doesn't. Kidnapping, ATM robbery, home invasion, and other attacks. Learn how to save your life and the lives of your family. Get the entire first season on DVD at ShopGunTalk.com. Get prepared. ShopGunTalk.com. Want great deals on guns, ammunition, and gear? Download the free Gundelio app today. With Gundelio, you can search for deals, listen to the Gun Talk podcast, watch gun videos, read gun news, and get notifications right to your phone about deals and special offers. Save money on the products you want from the companies you love. New deals, discounts, and rebates added daily. Gundelio, available for free in the App Store and Google Play. 
when the U.S. military's elite units and law enforcement agencies across the globe demanded innovation and reliability, they didn't settle. They chose Sig Sauer. When world champion professional shooters demanded precision accuracy, they didn't settle. They chose Sig Sauer. So it's no surprise more and more civilian gun owners are refusing to settle for anything less. They're choosing Sig Sauer firearms, ammunition, electro-optics, suppressors, air guns, and training. Sig Sauer. Never settle. Well, Sniggin, the last caller, Scott, if you listen to that, that's one of those wake-up calls. That's one of those get-off-your-butt calls. Hmm. Well done, Scott. Just look at this story just popped up. Uh, Pittsburgh family still reeling from armed home invasion. A local family is reeling from an armed home invasion. Police said they are still searching for the two men who held the parents at gunpoint while they ordered them to the basement of their home. Their daughters, 12 and 17-year-old, were home at the time, locked themselves in another room, called 911. Said the men asked, two armed men, said they asked to see the couple's son. They told him that they don't have a son. They had the wrong house. When you are sitting in your home and you are watching TV, how close is your self-defense firearm? If someone kicks in your front door and they can get to you in 10 seconds, are you able to defend your family? Just asking. Food for thought. Line four. Tom is in Omaha, Nebraska. He's got a warning for people. Hey, Tom. Yes. uh, I recently bought a uh, Beretta ACP-25 Jetfire. And I took it to my local gunsmith, which I've done all my uh, used guns to have them do a once-over. Right. And that little 25 had a uh, firing pin and was not uh, properly uh, replaced. And so he caught that. Otherwise, he said, if you would have tried to fire that, that thing would have never gone off. <laughs> Interesting. So when you buy used guns, you do you have the gunsmith check them before you buy them or after you buy them? Well, usually I have them after I buy them, you know. Yeah, I don't know. They let you have them, you know, go take them to a gunsmith, uh, use car, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, Generally not. You, so you buy it and then you, you get what you get. It's a buyer beware kind of deal. Yeah. Even if it's, a, you know, a gun shop or something, you know, they, they stand behind it. But, you know. Right. Anyway, it's, I, I did that. And I've done that to all my uh, used pistols and uh, semi-autos. Yeah. But uh, another question for you. Have you ever yes, thought sir. about going on to the, uh, oh, Fox Network, like uh, Sean Hannity and Tucker and uh, Laura Ingram, to talk about guns, or have they? <laughs> well, you know, the only problem with that is you got to you got to be in New York if you're going to be on those shows, and well, I'm I'm not well, willing. They they do remotes. Well, yeah, they do. Oh, oh, you mean not like getting a show on, just like being a guest on? Is what you're talking about? Yeah, a guest. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, actually, it's interesting you mentioned that. We're starting to do a little bit of that. Um, Working with people who you know book guests on to other shows and starting to work on that, it's a balancing act between wanting to get the word out and also not wanting to always be jump you know, be required to jump and drive into a town and go do a, a feed somewhere or when they're doing a video feed that kind of deal. 
So yes, uh, to your answer question, yes, I have done a little bit of that. I'm looking at doing some more of it. Honestly, and this is going to sound really bad. I, I look at it and I look at some of the other folks doing this and think, you know what? I'm better than than they are. If it, when it comes to Second Amendment gun stuff, I'm better than they are. I can represent us better. That's what I, you know, that's what I do. That's all I do all day long, every day. That's what I do. So why wouldn't I do that? So, yeah, that, that's my get off your butt deal of, you know, suck it up. Yes, it's inconvenient, but you can do this and you need to do it. So, yeah, that's my thing. Well, oh. I just think they would uh, listen to you like, you know, Sean Hannity or Tucker or Warren Ingram and they'd listen to you. Well, you know, the other thing is none of them knows anything about guns. They may be conservative. But they are generally pretty, and they and they will say that nice things about the Second Amendment. But they actually don't know anything about guns. I mean, it was interesting that this past week, uh, Rush Limbaugh actually went off on red flag laws. He's usually kind of doesn't talk about guns much, and I was glad to see him do that because he has such a huge audience. So yeah, you know, there it all is. You know, so it's uh, exactly. I mean. Jim says, all the more reason that I should do that. Yes, I, I agree. I need to be doing that. And it's, I have been as guilty as everybody else saying, you know, well, yeah, I could do that. I should do that. But I don't because, hey, guess what? I'm busy, blah, 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 blah. All the same old excuses that we all use. So thank you, Tom, for mentioning this and getting me off my rear end. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right. You take care. Oh, my gosh. I just keep yakking here. Let's go talk to Greg. Uh, Helena, Montana, for line five. Hey, Greg. Um, uh, by the way, just for one, your information, um, Sean Hannity talks all the time about the fact that he carries all the time. Anyway, um, what, what I actually called about was to bring you up to date on Montana information. Yes. Um, Steve Bullock, our current anti-gun governor that's uh, running for president, mm-hmm. has recently said on the news um, that most NRA members and most gun owners all agree with red flag uh, laws and uh, also uh, what do you call universal background checks, right. and and that um, AR-15s are are, are are never used for hunting or self-defense. <laughs> yeah, what you know a, every word that came out of his mouth is a total BS lie. Yeah. But anyway, uh, putting him aside, then um, the current. Uh, let's say lieutenant governor that's that's um, running to be the next governor on the Democrat side, Mike Cooney. Um, somebody was talking to him on the on a radio program the other day and and uh, mentioned the Second Amendment. And Mike, first words out of his mouth, the same as all the other Democrats, is, "Oh yeah, I'm a hunter. I'm a hunter, but yeah, that's what they always say. Well, I'm a hunter, but you know, as soon as they say that, it tells me." But I don't understand what the Second Amendment is, and I will infringe on your rights. And yes, I'll be okay taking away some of your guns. Maybe not all of them, not yet, but certainly some of them. And when you've got a governor who says nobody hunts with an AR-15, nobody uses it for self-defense, this is a guy who simply doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, he's got a D in front of his name, and when it comes to guns, that's a no-go for me. Let's go back to line five. Greg is uh, still with us out of Montana. And, Greg, I know you didn't get a chance to tell us about uh, the the governor race there in Montana and uh, meeting the candidate. Talk to me, man. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, on Wednesday, I went to a meet and greet uh, with our, hopefully, our next governor, Republican Greg Gianforti, and it was pretty interesting because it was a small group of people, and, uh, you know, Greg was walking around talking to anybody and everybody, and so here here I am, we're talking about, uh, oh, I would mention what I just said to you about Mike Cooney and stuff, and he says, yeah, he says, the... Of course, the Second Amendment doesn't have anything to do with hunting. It has to do with defending ourselves, even if it's against our own government. Whoa. And and he said, and I bet the people in Hong Kong wish they had a Second Amendment right now. And I said, yeah, and if they don't watch it, they'll they'll have China rolling right over them. Well, that but is anyway. going to happen there. That, it's funny you mention that, because I was going to use that as an example. The same people who were saying... Um, you know, we don't need a Second Amendment here in the next breath they're reporting. And in Hong Kong, China is basically taking over and going to beat the snot out of or maybe murder the protesters there. And I'm thinking, yeah, I bet they wish they had a Second Amendment. That, that, that's incredible. So what is this uh, candidate's name again? Greg Gianforte. Okay. Gianforte. Um, let's see. G-I-A-N-F-O-R-T-E. Got it. We're going to see if we can get him current. on. He's our current congressman. Okay. And, uh, you know, and when, uh, when his term expires uh, for congressman, now he's running for governor. Well, and, what are uh, his chances? I mean, he's, I mean you, 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 he's the front runner right now or, or just a front runner on the Republican side? On the Republican side, but then everybody that's running on the Democrat side hasn't got a clue. Yeah, but oh. it really, at this point, it's kind of like, do, do they have a chance? Because, you know, I don't even understand how Montana gets uh, somebody who's anti-gun as a governor in the first place. But then again, that's well, influx of outsiders. Oh, they, they lie. They lie, and they tell people that it's about hunting, you know. and, and Yeah, you it, know, and we got the same thing. I see the same thing here. We, and we get uh, politicians who say, you know, well, I was in the military. And he shows all his military background. And people go, well, he must be good on guns. No. Just last week, we had this uh, military veteran who worked for the Brady campaign wanting to ban guns. So yeah, being I, in the I military, yeah, yeah that, that doesn't mean that you're pro-gun or no, actually even know anything about guns. So same deal here. When they start off, and I agree with you, when they start off with, well, I'm a hunter, that tells me red flags go up, alarm bells go off, and going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because, you know, the point is, the Second Amendment is not about hunting at all. And for those who don't understand, the Bill of Rights is not a list of permissions. It doesn't give you the permission to do anything. It doesn't give you a right. The Bill of Rights is a list of things that we told the government, you have to stay away from this. These are restrictions on the government, not rights that are granted to the people. And a lot of people just have that completely backwards. Greg, thank you again for uh, for doing that, for speaking up and sharing that information. I very much appreciate it. Uh, let's see. I want to just mention to Larry and Dale, we are out of time here. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. We're going to get you into the after show. Uh, Dale just got back. He just attended a mom's demand action, uh, gun control rally. And I really want to hear that. So you want to make sure that you check in on the podcast. Best way, frankly, I think the best way for you to listen to the after show, which is our podcast is to get the gun dealio smartphone app on your phone. It's free. Available on the Androids and on the iPhones. It's called Gun Dealio. If you get that, also, if you'll allow notifications on it, uh, we will send you messages about good deals and special pricing and magazine giveaways and things that different manufacturers have. And even special deals when you go into a gun store, you'll get an alert. It's called Gun Dealio. But definitely want to listen in uh, to the after show. If you've not heard it, you're in for a treat. In the meantime, 
this was a wake-up call for a lot of us. Time to get more involved. If you're involved, do more. If you're not involved, get involved. Make a call to your senators right now because they're going to be taking up gun control very quickly. If we don't do anything, they're going to take away our rights. It's your turn now. 